Ready to boost sales and grow your business without the BS? Welcome to the Business Growth Show. I'm Sam Dunning, a digital marketing, sales, and business growth evangelist. Tune in and subscribe today as I'll be interviewing business leaders, experts, and entrepreneurs from around the globe. We'll be sharing actionable tips across marketing, sales, and growth without the BS to help you skyrocket your business. And welcome back to a fresh episode of the Business Growth Show. Delighted to be joined by David Walsh today. David is one of the most in-demand certified YouTube specialists in the UK. David will tell you how views and subscribers are vanity metrics thrown around to make people feel good about their channels. So they guide you through the top things that you should really be focusing on, consistently fill your sales pipeline, and how you can use video and how you can use YouTube effectively. David, a very warm welcome, sir. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Thank you very much for having me. No worries, man. So looking forward to this one. Um, This is a bit of a fresh topic for the show. We've not really covered YouTube much before. So I'm sure there's going to be plenty of actionable nuggets that our audience of business owners, sales professionals, marketers alike can learn from your good self. Um, I really would love to jump straight in at the deep end and go for why likes, why views, why subscribers? Why are they, David? Why are they vanity metrics? And why are they things that we shouldn't really care about? Okay, uh, that's a great question, and it, this probably came more to light with uh, the likes of Instagram and those other platforms. Um, mm. In that, those all those things can be bought quite easily, and there's so many people out there uh, buying views and buying followers on those other platforms. You know, unfortunately, there's some people doing that on YouTube as well. But it got highlighted there that these vanity metrics uh, were being purchased which then those influencers could then get brand deals and they could charge more money for posts and stuff like that. So that has somewhat um, permeated throughout the world now that, oh, you got millions of views and millions of followers and subscribers and stuff. Those are the things to have. Uh, And as we touched on there, those are vanity metrics. For sales professionals, for business owners and entrepreneurs and stuff, it's not about the millions of views and the millions of followers. They're nice, especially for the ego. But at the end of the day, how much do they put in your bank account uh, when it comes to you know your accounts and stuff like that? That's really what we got to focus on. Now, when it comes to YouTube, um, the 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 views are you know the views are a thing to look at. But what you really got to look at on YouTube is what's called watch time, okay. and YouTube is the second most mature platform out there after LinkedIn. LinkedIn happens to be the oldest social platform out there, but YouTube happens to be the second. And they figured out quite early that people were gaming the system for views on videos. And views were the thing to help you get ranked in the search engine as YouTube is a search engine, just like it's Big Brother Google. So they then said, well, if somebody watches a video like 10 or 20 seconds, Uh, Well, it needs to be 30 seconds to count as a view on YouTube. So if they watch 30 seconds and then bugger off, then that doesn't really help. Your average, what's called your average view duration is just 30 seconds. So if you've got a a 10-minute video, your view duration is uh, one-tenth, so 5% approximately. You've got a 5% average view duration. And that's pants, absolute pants. Now, if if you get somebody towards the end, more on your videos, that means your average view duration goes up, your watch time goes up, and that's the key metric on YouTube for success. So it's about creating great quality content that people want to watch pretty much all the way through. And that's really what you got to focus on with YouTube. 
Got it. Okay, so focusing on the the average view durations, focus on the watch time. Yeah. Um, rather than just putting anything out. Okay. Correct. So if, so if we could look at this perhaps from a ground up approach, perhaps to someone that's a novice, perhaps yeah. to someone that's a that's a business owner that knows that, like you've mentioned, David, that YouTube's a powerful platform, that it is a, a big search engine, that it's a great way to get yourself out there and obviously get get views on your content and get potential leads, potential sales. How should we approach that? So say, let's say, for example, we offer, I don't know, financial services. Yes. And we, we've got no idea where to start. Um, we've, we've perhaps just created a YouTube account. Um, what are some of the things we should consider that we can become, like you mentioned, a trusted authority, that we can start getting views on our content? How, how are some of the, the ways that we should tackle and address it, David? Brilliant question. Brilliant question. Okay, so now we're talking about SEO. So just like with, as I mentioned earlier, it's Big Brother Google, uh, YouTube is a search engine and you as a small business owner or even a small YouTube channel can use this to your advantage to get in front of your target audience, even if there are other companies out there, irrespective of the niche you're in. Uh, if you've got a bigger company or bigger companies and there's high competition uh, in your niche, uh, you can still get in front of your target audience with good SEO, search engine optimization. So you actually have four types of consideration when somebody goes to a search engine on what they're looking for. The first one is that their research. So if it's financial services, it could be, what do I need? Uh, what financial uh, products do I need over 50? That could be something they're researching about. Then the second one would be comparison. So this would be, uh, do I get... Uh, do I need to focus on a pension or something else? Whatever whatever that would be in the financial services um, world. Then okay. the third consideration is the buy intent. And this is what we're looking for. Uh, well, we're actually looking for all of them, but this one is the one where they have their credit card in hand, debit card in hand or cash or whatever in hand, and they're looking to buy. And it's like, uh, it could be, an, I'll, I'll move away from financial services into something more uh, like a, a product or something like that, say printers. So uh, generic printer, um, uh, how, uh, how long is the warranty on a HP printer? Like that is a, a buying one. An even better one would be how to, buy, uh, how, you know, uh, get a, how to get a HP printer next day or same day delivery. Now that's a very um, buying keyword right there. So how can I get one next day or same day? Okay. Uh, and then you, the fourth type is success. So this is the people who have bought the product and now they're looking to use it or figure out how, how it works and stuff like that. So how to change an ink, uh, ink cartridge in a HP um, printer. So those would be your success. And that's where your uh, customer service department uh, takes over that role. But up to like the first three, you need to have a good content so that when you uh, those uh, three buying uh, searching intent uh, is, are being activated on the YouTube, on on YouTube or even Google because your videos will also rank on Google too, yeah. that you need to uh, be able to have that content for those people. Got it. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So four main types of things that we should consider. Yes. And. Should we go after all four, David, or should we consider these strategically based on what our business offers, or is there a certain way we should go about it? So uh, you definitely, well, you definitely want stuff in the buy intent, like how to buy a printer or best place to buy a printer or something like that. You definitely have to have your content there. 
so whatever your by intent keywords are that people are typing into the search engine box, you definitely need to have content around that. Okay. Then um, if some people will do the comparison, some won't. Mm. Like if it's insurance, is Admiral, Be uh, Admiral versus Churchill, something like sure. that. Um, or HP versus Brother, if it's printers or whatever. Um, so some people will feel comfortable doing the comparisons. Some won't because they don't like to compare themselves against their competition. Uh, but the uh, research one you definitely need to do because they're, uh, they're brand new people who may not know anything about you or your services or what you have to offer. And you can use that to get in front of those people. And if you can get in front of them early, then you can basically indoctrinate them into your way of doing business and then convert them into uh, sales very, very quickly. Um, I would also recommend having some success content. Uh, we're working with a client and they said, well, all our success stuff is paid for by people who go through our training. Uh, we want them to um, basically, that's where they're going to get it. And I said, still put out some of your success stuff and mention it's in your training because those people who are looking for that um, sort of the, the um, where they have, they know there's uh, stuff after the training. It's not just I do the training and then I have nothing, yep. no follow-up, that yep. they know that you've got follow-up content for them that they can access and you just give a little bit of that for free on your YouTube channel or even on your website. And then you say, and the rest of it's inside our paid portal, which you'll have access to. Okay. Okay. And for the, the research side of things, David, are there any tangible examples that you could give us or any tools that we can use to actually understand what we should be going at when it's when it's um, producing video content? So rather than just thinking, I think yeah. my customers are searching for this, I actually know my customers are searching for this. Yeah. So the easiest way is to start typing inside of the YouTube search bar. Um, so the auto predict will start giving you what uh, people are actually searching for. So these are the actual keyword phrases and keyword terms that people are typing inside the search bar because uh, YouTube slash Google want to make your experience amazing. They're going to help you with your uh, intended uh, search term. So start typing in like how to on whatever it is, um, how to get, uh, how to set up a pension if it's in the financial space or how to get an ISA, whatever it is, start typing that into the search bar. And then YouTube will tell you the exact phrases that people are typing in there that you need to create your content around. Then you can head on over to its big brother, Google, do the exact same thing. They're both search engines and they're both slightly different. People will type in some different content into Google than it will in YouTube. Because YouTube is a video platform, they'll know that they're going to get a video on there. Whereas with Google, they'll know that they can get text, they can get audio, they can get video. And it's it. so it has slightly different search terms in there. Then if you're familiar with Google's AdWords platform, um, which is their advertising platform, they have a keyword tool in there that will actually give you a search volume on what terms are being, uh, how, how often people are searching for a specific term. It will also tell you how expensive it is to advertise for that term. So that will also tell you how much your competition is paying for those terms. So if you can rank your videos for those key terms, especially if they're very expensive, uh, like in the uh, financial services space, then sure. you're gonna be way ahead of your competition.
Awesome. Okay, well, that gives us a good foundation of what we need to consider in mind. So the, the research side of things, the comparison, yeah. the buying intent, and then the success. And then just like you said, we can use YouTube, we can use Google to actually look at the potential searches that our customers are going for. And I guess make a list of all the potential. Exactly. Exactly. So and that's what we, you know, we, we work with our, like our customers. Uh, they just go through, uh, they start creating a list, start creating a spreadsheet. So then they get a good idea of how, how much weight these keyword terms have in their space, how uh, often people are searching for them. So that the more the more people are searching for a specific keyword, then they're going to create more content around them. Okay. All right. So we've, we've got the foundation. Now we need to actually create media. We need to get some videos done. Yep. How can we make sure that we're not just waffling on, put something that only our grand's going to enjoy and actually know it's going to, one, build trust, two, be entertaining, and, and three, like we said at the start, get that all-important all average view duration um, ticking along nicely? Yeah. Now, the thing is, if it wasn't for so many grands around the place, probably a lot of videos wouldn't get watched. But yeah. now how do we take it from grand level up to the next level and get in front of our customers? So uh, the thing is that you need to be short, sharp, and punchy with your content. Um, it is very easy for people to waffle on. They'll pick a subject and they'll just talk for ages. Uh, we also work with people who are on the other end who are so succinct, they'll go, well, I've done my video and it's two minutes long. And I go, well, that's not long enough. Um, we recommend videos are at least a minimum of six minutes, preferably eight to 12. Um, so, and the way we do that is by doing, say, five ways to do X or 10 ways to do Y. Um, so that okay. means you have to be short and succinct with your those specific tips that you give. And it also gives people a good framework to be able to go, okay, so if I come up with 10 ways to, uh, the 10 top 10 uh, pensions to invest in if you're over 50, something like that. Um, so it, 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 it gives you a framework so that you're not, uh, waffling on an, an a specific tangent that doesn't, it, that is not value for people. Plus when you use numbers in your content, it, uh, it, it allows people to register. Okay. So I'm going to get 10 tips there. Great. I, I understand that if it's a 12 minute video, I'm going to get 10 tips. So it's about a, a minute, a tip, which yeah. it's, it's easy for the brain to understand. Whereas yeah. if you're going, uh, best. Uh, best pension for over 50s and you've got a 20 minute video the brain doesn't comprehend where the value is okay now i'm not okay. to say not saying that that 20 minute video isn't probably the best that isn't the best video on the best pension on the world but if you can help your potential viewer understand the value of your content by using numbers by using time um and i, I can explain a bit more about that um yeah. It gives that potential viewer a better understanding of how valuable your content can be because they're looking at, well, what's my exchange? If I give you my time, what value am I going to get back? And that's why we recommend that your content needs to be as short as it needs to be, but also as long as it needs to be. Um, like I've created content in the past where I've tried to shave a minute or two off here and there, and the video just bombed. Instead of leaving it at six minutes, I brought it down to four. If I'd left at six minutes, it would have uh, performed much, much better. So it's not about how long your video is. It's like how much content can you put in there so that people are engaged watching it. Business Growth Show is sponsored by Vidyard. Tommy was tired of cold calling and emailing his prospects and getting little to no response. He signed up for a free Vidyard account allowing him to send personalized video emails and messages to his leads and contacts and saw results 
almost immediately. People loved the personalized approach and the fact he took the time to send a custom video explaining his offer and his solution. And as a result, he stood out from his competitors, filled his calendar with quality appointments and smashed his sales targets. Sign up for your free Vidyard account today at vidyard.com forward slash BGS. That's vidyard.com forward slash BGS. The show is also sponsored by Web Choice. Are you tired of hunting for clients? You could be missing out on regular inbound opportunities all because your website isn't on the first page of Google. Perhaps you're already spending money on marketing, but your website is failing to convert your hard-earned visitors into a consistent flow of leads and sales. Want to learn more about Web Choice's unusual approach that brings idle clients straight to you? Book a free digital marketing assessment today at webchoiceuk.com. That's webchoiceuk.com. All right. So, yeah, it's, it's getting that balancing act by the sounds of it, David. Yeah. Making sure it's it's not going on and on. It is. It packs a punch. It gets to the point. And like you said, leveraging numbers, leveraging time, i.e. Exactly. 10 tips to do X or 10, exactly. 10 ways to do Y. Um but not shortening at shortening it at the dexterity, so getting rid of the key points and perhaps ruining the experience. So exactly. With that in mind, are there any things we need to consider in terms of perhaps the production value, perhaps how we put our message across so we actually sound like we know what we're talking about, rather than filming something on our phone outdoors on a windy day that that just looks like a absolute <laughs> absolute terrible video production. Yeah, so um, now, first of all, there's actually nothing wrong with filming stuff on your phone. It's the, the, the phones today are actually as good as most uh, DSLRs that you're going to get. So we actually have a, a, quite a number of clients who are filming their content indoors. So they're not outdoors in the, in the wind. They're actually indoors filming with their phones. Um, so using your phone as your initial uh, camera is a great place to start. Everyone's got one in their pocket. So you you basically have a, a studio and the beginning of a, a video studio in your pocket as well. Um, so that's a good place to start. Um, the, the most important part of video is actually the audio, which is may seem counterintuitive, but people will listen to a bad looking video, but they won't watch or they won't watch. They won't list. They won't watch a good looking video with bad audio. They'll uh, switch off very, very quickly. So the audio is the most important part of your video. Um, so invest in a good mic. The thing is, a good mic is like 20 quid on Amazon. It is very inexpensive. Um, whether that's a little shotgun mic, um, you can get one for 20 quid. There's a little lapel mic, again, 20 quid on Amazon. Very inexpensive. So, uh, and just get a tripod and a little holder, pop your phone on there, plug in your mic, press record, use the 10 tips framework, and you're pretty much good to go. So focus on the best video quality you can make and the thing is is that we've seen it time and time again is that people will start with their phone then they'll invest in a camera then they'll they'll look at increasing the they'll get some lights they'll might even get a better mic um so people will invest in the uh, video production over time but i recommend just start with something that you've got if you've got a uh, light coming through a nice window that you don't have direct sunlight through the window then that's a great place for your light source get a 20 quid mic, plug it into your phone, stick it on a tripod and just start there. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So just start with what you've got, sort out a decent mic because audio sounds yeah. like the most important thing. And yeah. then over time, I guess, as you build up your channel, you can, you can upgrade. As, exactly. As start coming in. So 
how can we to to drive this a bit forward how can we actually position ourselves as as an authority yeah are there, are there other things we need to consider or is it just the way that we title the videos making sure we've done proper research making sure we're looking at the four pillars that we talked about at the start or are there other things that we need to bear in mind so we we do become an authority over time in our industry yes the the, the, the probably the biggest thing to do is be consistent uh, in fact it's to be predictable because predictability breeds trust and that's how you become the authority is that you are the trusted person in your niche in your marketplace because you've shown up every single week uh, and that's that's one thing we just recommend to people is just you can start with one video a week you don't need to be like an instagram where you're doing 10 videos a day or something like that one video a week just showing up same time same day each week talking about your specific topic so you become predictable you become predictable to your audience, which you, which is very important. You become predictable to YouTube, which is also important because once they understand and they know that you're showing up consistently every single week, they're going to push your content out in front of more people who their algorithm understands uh, would like to see your content. So that's really what you need to do is just show up for your audience um, every single week, minimum once a week, and then just have great quality content. And over time, as that predictability builds up, that then turns into trust, which then you grow your audience and you become the authority. Yeah, I guess if people see you enough times, right, they're gonna over time build that trust in it. I, exactly. I you, you can compare it to posting on LinkedIn, really. So it's not one of those things you can post one time and get a whole bunch of leads. You've got to do it for month exactly. in, month out, nearly on a daily basis, posting out valuable content that's useful. Yeah. And then over time, that's when the inbound opportunities will start to arise. Okay. And once we've once we've started putting out consistent videos, David, that follow the, the guidelines that you've kindly laid out for us, how do we turn that into potential leads, potential customers? What should we be thinking about in terms of our call to actions? How yeah. do we make sure the videos aren't too much of a sales pitch, but at the same time do actually generate that return that we want to see? Okay. So here is the key thing. Um, it's uh, like we call this social selling uh, and a couple of friends of mine in different spaces, we use the same term. It's social selling where basically you're letting people know about your products, but it isn't a hard sell. Oh, and to get it to the best offer today, make sure to click this link here right now. And like that's an ad. If you want to do ads, then make an ad advertising video or make a sales video and tell people to go watch that sales video because then they're going to be hot. Uh, prospects because if they do take the time to watch the sales video then they're obviously interested in your products and services so what we recommend our clients do is create specific sales videos for your products put them on your youtube channel and then invite people to watch those videos from your other content uh, what a lot of people miss out on is having a next logical step so i've got a i've got an itch that needs scratching i go to youtube i find the solution for my itch but my itch will only last five minutes. And that's what typically like five tips or a how-to video will do. It, it will solve a solution for a short period of time. What I'm looking for is obviously a longer term solution. And that's where your products and services are there to help. Now, if you don't let me know about those products and services, you're doing a disservice. If you try hard selling me on your products and services, you're doing me a disservice. It's getting that balance right to invite me to find out more about your products and services. So that could be, as I said, putting a video up talking about a specific product. 
um, putting another product, uh, another video up about your other services that you have to offer and inviting me to go and watch those videos. Then I make the choice, I'm in control. And when I see your content, if I've been fed your content over a couple of weeks or a couple of months, um, then I go and watch your sales video and your sales video makes a lot of sense to me as the next logical step for me to take in order to solve the bigger itch that I've got. Then that's how you're gonna convert people into uh, great customers, great clients and long-term uh, customers as well. Yeah, okay. Well, that makes sense, Dave. I do have a question in terms of the, so you mentioned perhaps putting together dedicated sales videos. Yes. And then you also mentioned putting together non-sales videos, but then pointing people to those. Correct. How how does that work to, to someone that's perhaps not not as um, clued up on YouTube? How, how would that work on a step-by-step on a -step basis? Okay. Um, so uh, first thing I would recommend is go to my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash David Walsh online. What we're going to talk about in here is calls to action. So you'll see this on all my videos. So if you want a, a proper example, go and watch um, all of them, not just one or two, make sure to watch all of them. I've only got 300, so it won't take you that much time. But what you want to do is um, have a call to action at the end of your video. Um, and that would be um, so you can invite people to watch the next video in your video series. Um, and that would look like, and if you want to know more about how our printers will actually save you time and more money, make sure to watch that video there. But if you would like to know more about this specific printer, on um, how you can print the best looking photos and the uh, with the least amount of ink used, make sure to watch that video right there where we've got a, a video uh, talking about this whole uh, product, something like that. Um, so you would give them the option to watch another video or then go and watch um, the video specific about that product. Or you another way would be in midway through your content is have a throwaway comment. And this is what I like about this, is have a throwaway comment. And if you'd like to know more about this printer, make sure to click the link in the, uh, the description below where yep. we actually have a video dedicated to that if you want to buy one. And then you move on with your content. Got it. Okay, so it can be a mix of pointing people to other videos, but you can also direct them to websites or landing pages. Exactly, more information exactly. There. Okay, so just keeping that call to action at the end of the video, rather than constantly throughout, I guess that the might. Yeah, might yeah. If if you've got a if your call to action is a throwaway comment midway through, then that could go to your website. If it's at the end, I would definitely recommend that it goes to another video because it, this is this helps with your watch time. Um, uh, one thing I didn't mention earlier, you've got two types of watch time. One is the watch time on the specific video. Uh, which is video watch time. And then you have what's called session watch time, which is how long people stay on the YouTube platform after watching your initial video. Okay. So if you can get bounce people from video to video to video, and now we're going back to creating uh, authority as well, that yep. you're, you have another touch point with that person. Every time they watch a video, that's another touch point. So if you, if you need those 12 or plus uh, touch points to, to make a sale, the more videos they watch, the more touch points they have, the closer you get to that sale. So bouncing them to another video is another touch point that you can knock that off your list and get them closer to the sale. Okay. Well, this has all been especially useful for myself, and I'm sure everyone tuning in as we're building up the YouTube as well as the podcast steadily. Um, you've given us some great guidelines, some great foundations to follow, David. Are there any other things that we need to consider when we want to 
kind of up our view rate. Perhaps we've put out videos that might have followed some of these rules, yep. but we're thinking not really getting the engagement, not really getting the views yep. I was hoping for. Are there any other lesser known tips that we should consider to trying to, to get people or idle customers rather viewing these videos? Yeah. So uh, first of all, I will, I will answer the engagement one. So uh, it's engagement and promotion. So first one is engagement. Ask a specific question related to the content you've given on the video. So if it is, a, like, we'll, we'll take the, the, the printer example again. So uh, what would you like to print with this type of printer? Let me know in the comments area below. I'd love to know why you, we have so many people who like to print different things. I'd love to know what you want to print. So that's a specific question for that specific video, rather than, oh, let me know your comments in the comments area below. They're generic. No one's going to do that unless they are there's something polarizing in the video, then they they feel the need to put a comment in. But if you ask a specific question, then that gets the brain thinking and it's like, hmm, maybe I'd like to print photographs of the kids or I'd like to send stuff to granny and granddad, blah, 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 that sort of thing. Or it's, you know, printing documents off. Not that many people print documents off today, but we never know. And it could pull out some um, weird tangents that you just don't know or in the in your audience. So ask a first of all is ask a specific question. And yep. to follow on from that, that is a great way to find out what your audience is thinking about your products and services as well. Um, or you can uh, if if you're in the financial services space, ask them. So what are your questions that you have regarding financial services, pensions, whatever the topic is? Um, let me know in the comments area below, and I'll do the best I can to help you get that question answered. Now you're looking to solve people's problems. Well, you're looking to find out people's problems so you can solve them. And that's a great way to find out how to create more content and also engage with people on there. So that's the engagement piece. The second thing is uh, about uh, getting more views. You have to promote the heck out of your content. Um, there's they YouTube has said there's about 400 hours of video uploaded every single minute. I think it's closer to 500, maybe even 600 hours uploaded every single minute. That's a lot of competition. That's a lot of video that the YouTube AI has to go through and to understand where it belongs in their search engine. And if your content isn't great, um, you need to promote the, uh, the bejesus out of it so that it gets into the search engine so that YouTube takes uh, notice of it and starts putting you, uh, starts uh, ranking you in the search results. Um, also as well, like a oh, here's a great way to do this, is like embed it in your website. If you're creating content, put it on your website as well. Embed that video, put a bit of keyword text on the, the blog post or whatever, and just use that as an embed. A great way to get, to send a signal back to YouTube. Uh, put it out on all your social platforms. Put it out in your email list. Wherever you can promote your videos, promote, promote, promote. Always the case. Uh, so many people come time and time again, go, they think it's a magic bullet that they'll put up a video and it's going to get millions of views. Not going to happen, especially if you're starting out on YouTube. You need to be actively promoting your content every single week so that you're getting YouTube to take notice of you, of your content, and then it will send more people to you. Makes makes perfect sense. And I really like the first point there, David, about asking questions at the end of the video. Yes. Like you mentioned, you're getting live customer feedback. You're actually hearing what people want to see, what they want to learn about, what's interesting to them. Yes. And then I guess that gives you a heap of ideas for your future content. So rather than just scratching your head, you're actually 
putting out media that people want to see rather than what you think they want to see. And also as well, products. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. Okay. And then the second point makes sense. Yeah, promote promote the heck out of it to, yeah. to obviously ramp that engagement up over time and obviously send signals and, and build up your audience. Awesome. Um, David, really appreciate the conversation, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've learned a ton. I'm sure everyone tuning in has as well. Um, please do tell us a bit more about how we can learn from yourself, how we can get in touch and the best way with, to connect with you. Um, uh, as I mentioned earlier, um, yeah, you can uh, follow my uh, YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash David Walsh online. Also as well here on LinkedIn, uh, David Walsh online. You'll find me there too. Um, Instagram, David Walsh Online. Everything basically is David Walsh Online. Um, if you want to uh, contact us, go to davidwalshonline.com. Uh, we also have a new company being set up, VidGrow, where we're working with more and more uh, organizations and um, bigger companies to help them grow their YouTube channel to fill their sales pipelines too. So vidgrow.co.uk, which will be available very soon. But yeah, uh, David Walsh Online, just drop us an email or catch me on LinkedIn. Uh, info at uh, David Walsh Online will get to me or just uh, dm me on linkedin awesome david once again thanks so much for coming on thank you very much it's been an absolute pleasure cheers and if you enjoyed the show be sure to subscribe to business growth show wherever the heck you get your podcasts we interview business leaders each and every week to provide actionable tips across sales marketing and growth to help you grow your business and increase your sales thanks very much for tuning in